the Lord. My name is Natasha from Love's Cure Ministries. Thank you for joining me for Daily Devotions. I'll be reading from Psalm chapter 15 entitled, The Character of Those Who May Dwell with the Lord. And the passage says, Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteousness and speaks the truth in his heart. He who does not backbite with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor does he take up a reproach against his friend, in whose eyes a vile person is despised. But he honors those who fear the Lord. He who swears to his own hurt and does not change. He who does not put out his money at usury, nor does he take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be moved. Praise the Lord. I believe that the Lord throughout Scripture, knows and understands our carnal mind. And that within our carnal mind, we tend to forget. We are easily moved because of the trials and tribulations that we endure in this life. And as I've mentioned in the previous Uh, recordings in the previous daily devotions. I oftentimes mention Peter because he was a great example of someone who was out on deep waters. He was truly in the midst of trials and tribulations, a prophetic look into trials and tribulations that would apply to all of us throughout the ages. And just as we do now, Peter in that ancient time, in the midst of the water, in the midst of the deep seas, while focusing on our Messiah, Yeshua, he became bothered. He became unfocused. He took his eyes off of God. This is the carnal mind at play. This is the carnal mind at work that we can easily be moved if we don't remember, if we don't meditate on the word of God day and night, we will surely be moved. The Lord reminds us through scripture that we have to meditate on him. We have to focus on him. He reminds us of these things for a reason. We have to be reminded of where our peace and our strength comes from. We have to remember who establishes that peace and who gives of his peace and of his joy. And so we see in Psalm 15 that this is no different we are reminded that there is a certain character because we are to be holy for he is holy. 
the glory cloud of God, his spirit, will not and cannot dwell in the temple of a people who are unholy, who live unrighteously, who live in an adverse way and in opposition to God. And so we are reminded to walk uprightly. We are reminded that we are to work righteousness. And how do we do that? We do that through obedience. We are to walk in faith. We are to work out our faith. We are to show that our hope and belief is in our Messiah. And we do that by wholeheartedly following him. If we keep our eyes on Messiah, the word proves true that we shall never be moved. And just as his word in the event of Peter in the midst of the deep waters with Messiah, who was faithful enough to pull Peter out of the deep seas as he sank into the depths, we see that this is no different. We see that here in Psalm 15, if we do these things, if we obey the Lord, if we work righteousness, if we walk uprightly, if we are not an accuser bearing false witness, if we do not covet, if we do not partake in usury nor bribes, then we will inherit the promise of God. And indeed, God has many promises for his people. He has many blessings for his people. And we know that grace falls, it rains down upon the just and the unjust. And so here we see another layer in truth that the blessings of God, which we see in his gracious, tender mercies, his gracious love, his blessings are for those who obey his commands. For if you obey his commands, then you show that you truly love the Lord. Just like Abraham did when he was obedient to go and walk in the desert. And he brought his son and was faithful even unto the approaching of death in sacrificing Isaac, which was surely a mirror image of a prophetic time to come of the father sacrificing his son, our Messiah. And so where God goes, we cannot always go. And we see that because he allowed his angel to stop Abraham before he could sacrifice Isaac, who God prophesied 
would be born to Abraham and Sarah. And so God is so faithful. He is the best example to us that he sacrifices so much for us because he loved us first. That even those hard things, he will not give us more than we can bear. And indeed, before we go too far, he has already made a way. He has already made another option so that we would not have to endure more than we could bear. We see this with Messiah on the cross. And in fact, we're going to, in the coming days, go over another psalm um, that is prophetic to the crucifixion of Christ and all that he endured. And we see through that, that it is a mere image of what we could not bear nor are we worthy enough to carry out that finished work. And so we see that God reminds us of the character that we should have. He reminds us of his love and he reminds us that as faithful as we can ever hope to be, He will stretch out his hand to us in the midst of deep waters for his hand is more faithful than ours and he will pull us out when we become unfocused. He will pull us out when we become shaken, when we become fearful, when we become afraid, when we are unsure and insecure in what we're doing and who we are and where we're going. He will pull us out in the midst of our troubles. For God sympathizes with us. Yeshua walked the earth in flesh. In due season and in the designated time. And he knows what we experience. As beings in flesh. And yet he provides the correction. He provides the comfort. He provides the love. And he provides the support. And so we are reminded in Psalm 15 of the character. God is saying, remember these words Remember the works of righteousness. Remember to be holy, for I am holy. For salvation is a free gift. There is nothing that we could ever do to earn the free gift of salvation, which came by the hand of 
our Father's beloved Son, our Messiah, King of Israel, the true and living God of Israel, sent His only begotten Son that we may receive the free gift of salvation. And yet our Father and His beloved Son have a requirement that we be holy for sanctification is a process and it is the process that we as the people of God joyfully endure in this life for we know that he will turn our mourning to dancing we know that he will mend the brokenhearted he will fill the voids of the fatherless and the widow and he will wipe the tears from our eyes And he is patiently waiting at the door for the wedding feast is about to begin and we don't want to miss it. And so we must be holy for he is holy and be sanctified through the works of righteousness, which is obedience to God, which is following his word, his instruction, his Torah, his law. And so those who understand these holy matters will be survivors of the endurance. For they will do these things and shall never be moved. May you go in peace and may grace be multiplied as you ponder these things. Until next time. Bye, friends.